Welcome to Afton Unplugged, a podcast by the Afton School District that highlights the people and stories that make the district great. I'm your host, Superintendent Travis Brock, and in the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Afton Unplugged. I have a couple guests with me today. I have Trey White and Kim White, and specifically, they're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Eagle Scout project that Trey completed, and uh, Kim's going to kind of talk about her connections to that project as well. And so without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead and have my guests introduce themselves. Kim, you want to go first and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Kim White. I'm a parent here in Afton, but I am also the district's assistive technology specialist. Um, I was a special education teacher for 25 years, and the last nine years were actually at Gotch. Um, So it's still great to be able to see a lot of my students um, when I walk around campus. Um, But now, like I said, I do assistive technology, and I work within all the buildings um, here in Afton as well as a couple other districts. Yeah, and we're filming in a conference room, and you already spotted one of your former students, right? I (laughs) did, with a gorgeous smile on her face, which just makes me really happy. Great. All right. Well, I'm glad I picked this room then so you could could see a former student uh, on the the wall. Uh, Trey, you want to introduce yourself, too? Uh, Yeah, so I'm Trey White. Um, I'm a senior here at Afton High School. Um, some stuff I do around the school is I play soccer for Afton. I used to play basketball and volleyball, but not anymore. Uh, I also participate in DECA, which is like a business competing thing. Um, yeah, outside of school, also do soccer, select soccer for St. Louis, uh, Scott Gallagher. Um, and then I do Boy Scouts as well. All right. And then, uh, knowing that you're a senior, what's, uh, What's in store next year? Do you know? or? Um, right now, I'm undecided on the college that I want to go to. I'm trying to get a scholarship for soccer, so I'm trying to see what I can do with that. But I do know I want to study uh, sports business All right. or sports management, whatever it's called. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, well, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Boy Scouts. So eventually, we're going to get to some specifics about your Eagle Scout project, but just in general, um, how has that uh, experience um, you know impacted you what what have you enjoyed just about being involved with Boy Scouts yeah so um, I started a long time ago probably like second grade or second or second or third maybe yeah, second or third um, yeah so my friends we all decided to join Boy Scouts we thought it'd be fun um, and it is you get to hang out with your friends um, learn a lot of valuable stuff that helps you throughout the years um, I think it helps you become pretty independent, being able to do stuff on your own, learn stuff on your own. Um, yeah, uh, I also love like the camping stuff, <laughs> the going to Boy Scout camps and just camping and hiking with your friends is also fun. Getting away from electronics is also nice too. But yeah, great. And what what's been your um, you know favorite parts of seeing him involved with Boy Scouts as a parent? You know, I think they have a lot of great service opportunities, too. I mean, we were the ones driving around the neighborhoods collecting canned goods. Um, he helped with um, a lot of other scouts, too, when they were working on um, service projects. Um, and just, you know, being a good part of the community. We um, He actually was with the Boy Scouts at St. Raphael's, um, which is the parish that we live in. Uh-huh. And um, 
so yeah, just being able to participate in some of their activities and help and be a part of that community, um, I think were great things. I always chuckled because when he would go to camp, you know, he'd cook all the meals at camp. And then I'd be like, hey, you want to maybe cook something at home? That would be great. Yeah. Somehow those skills don't quite carry over to home. Oh, okay. Um, but I know he has them, so that's good. You know, he won't go hungry. Right, If it comes exactly. down to it, he'll, he can make his own food, right? So yeah. Maybe he's just, he's more of an outdoor chef, right? Not, that's not right. an indoor yeah. one. <laughs> he is good with the grill, I will say that. So we've carried that over. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about your Eagle Scout project. So uh, tell us what that project was about. Uh, yeah, so um, we made these learning stands for Special School District. Um, it, they're like uh, these stands may have PVC pipes. Um, you can use them for kids in wheelchairs uh, to go through, and you can put, like, uh, I forget what they're called. You can have beads hanging down, and then what is it like called? Curtain fringe. Yeah, curtain different, fringe. Different sensory things for yeah. them to do. Mm-hmm. Give them motivation to go through the uh, through the sands and use their wheelchairs and get uh, comfortable with their wheelchairs. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much. All right. And how, what what kind of inspired you to do that, or how how did you land on? that's what I want to do. Walk us through, I'm sure there was a process of kind of brainstorming mm-hmm. yeah. w- what type of project you want to do, and so maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, we, me and my mom were discussing what we wanted to do, or what, what I wanted to do for the project, and we kind of wanted to do stuff for SSD, so we had an original plan, but that didn't really work out, and then <clears throat> she got like this well, she's used the stands before, and she uh, showed them to me, mm-hmm. and she's she thought it would be a good idea to uh, make more so we can give them out to uh, people at, or different schools so they can use them. Um, so yeah, we got like a blueprint for that to help build help us with building the stands, and yeah, we just started making them, I guess. Okay. But, and about how many did you end up making? Oh, we made 20. 20? Yeah, All right. we made 20. And then are those uh, currently being used, or how did how did those get put into into use? We'll talk a little bit about just getting, you know, it's one thing to do, to mm-hmm. complete the project, but yeah. then maybe walk us through um, how did those actually get introduced into the classroom where students could start using them. Yeah, so um, she took them to, I think it was Lindbergh's main office. Or main, well, special school was, district's or, main office. Oh, okay. Okay. And then teachers can come and I think rent or just check them out. Them or, yeah, check them out to use them. Okay. So yeah, we just we took them there and then people can come get them and use them in the classrooms when they need them. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if you have anything else. To <laughs> yeah. Say that, but. So yeah. So the idea is we. Um, we wanted to give um, kids an opportunity to be able to learn and move and control some of their movements. Mm-hmm. We call that a little choice and voice. Okay. Um, because a lot of the kids that are in uh, manual wheelchairs that have complex bodies, you know, where their bodies just don't quite cooperate with what they want to do, um, they can only go wherever somebody pushes them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can only see, you know, like I might think, oh, wow, this would be really great for you to see, but it may not be what the student's interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to put kiddos in power chairs so that they can kind of explore. 
um, many of the kids that we work with use um, switches. So some use them at their head, some of them even a blink of an eye can trigger um, a movement for them. Um, and there's just a lot of research out there about giving them that movement and mobility. Um, we see increases in their language skills, we see increases even in their motor skills, um, which is a big, usually a big struggle for them, um, and their willingness to try new things. And so um, I think being in the position that I've had to be able to see some of these kiddos, you know, as soon as we put them in that chair and they're able to spin around and see all the things on the walls in the hallway where before they could only see what's straight ahead. Wow. Um, I mean, it's just such a great feeling um, watching them just explore and be able, being able to access all the things. Yeah. So, um, so this kind of gives the teachers an opportunity to check those out. Um, so it's great for kids in wheelchairs, but also kids in walkers, uh-huh. um, kids that just need things up in their field of vision too. Gotcha. Some kids can't turn all around and need things up nice and high. Um, so Trey was able to come out with me um, to one of the schools that I worked in and um, got to see it in action with one of my students. and. Um, you know, and just instead of just, okay, stop, go, that's not very fun for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, so the student um, really loves books. And so we did a whole activity um, around the book, Miss Nelson is Missing. And so she drove to the first stand and she got to see, oh no, Miss Nelson, you know, she usually she's our teacher and now she's missing. Mm. And so then we went on a hunt, you know, she was looking all over the halls for Miss Nelson. <laughs> we got to the next stand, which is again, was a good distance away, but she was motivated to drive there okay. because she wanted to see what was gonna happen next. And then, oh no, here's Viola Swamp, this teacher that just looks terrible and mean and like a witch and so we're like oh who would you rather be well this student loves to pick the villain always okay and so we had clothes then she could either dress as miss nelson or she could dress as viola swamp the mean witch teacher um and so then we put the clothes on and i mean just the smiles and everything are just you know great um and so a lot more meaningful than stop and go yeah um, and we want a lot of kids to have that opportunity so by Trey making the stands we can kind of spread these out all over because we service kids all throughout st louis county right um we want kids to have more opportunities to be able to do fun engaging activities of something that they're interested in mm-hmm. um, learn some things in the process yeah. and um and then have materials too that we can share with all the staff members mm-hmm. um so that they're not having to create all these things on their own mm-hmm. Um, and Trey, his um, fellow scouts helped him put the, like he said, the beads and the, the different things on there so they can literally just peel them off, try a new thing, and they have another activity set to go for them. Okay. And you, you mentioned, you know, kind of immediately being able to see the impact of this on the student. Maybe talk a little bit about that, Trey, knowing that you, you got to see that too. So mm-hmm. how did that impact you or what, what made an impression on you just actually seeing them being used? What comes to mind? Uh, it makes me happy. I mean, getting to see the kids have fun, you know. Um, yeah, getting to see the kids have fun <laughs> and uh, seeing them move around and getting to do different things uh, during the school day. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think we often talk about creativity and, and education and, you know, how do you take a task that seems pretty simple or, you know, it, it, and it could be boring and it could be simple, but then adding that creativity, uh, like you described, and then knowing that this is going to help that. I think that's, I think that's amazing. I wish, wish maybe more people got to see that. I, I'm glad you, you two got to see that, but, uh, those are things often 
most people don't don't get to see uh, that really make a huge difference. Uh, um, something something like that. Yeah. All right, and then I know you mentioned there you, you did have some folks that helped you, you mm-hmm. know, bring this project to fruition. Obviously, your mom supported you, but uh, talk about um, who else maybe helped with either designing or making sure you knew what materials to use, things like that. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I forget the guy's name. <laughs> so Chris Beardsley is yeah. um, an occupational therapist who works for a special school district. Okay. We call him Chris the Carpenter. Okay. <laughs> so he's the one that made the original design for me. And um, when Trey decided that this was something he wanted to do, um, we reached out to Chris and we're like, "Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think we should buy? What you know, what should this? Can you give us kind of an idea of you know mm-hmm. what we need to uh, put in place here?" And so he kind of drew up a little blueprint for him. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. And then who else did you have with you? The Voice Scouts. The Voice Scouts, yeah. Well, I have my friend, um, my friend Tommy and his brother, and then our uh, Scoutmaster, who's their dad, So, and his name's Mr. Finan, or Dr. Finan. Um, And then I have my friend Thad, who came over at the end to help out a little bit. But yeah, we just had like three, three or four people helping build the actual stands. And it went pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. We did it pretty fast. So yeah. All right. Anything else that uh, we didn't touch on specifically with the project that made an impression on you, or anything else you can think of um, throughout this process that uh, might be worth mentioning? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I have any questions. All right. Well, maybe talk a little bit about. Uh, I know you were interviewed recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Channel Five? I know this is maybe a little bit low pressure. I don't have a camera. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't going to be on uh, on television. But talk a little bit about um, what what was that process like? Uh, yeah. So it started off in the classroom. So I think we just came back from lunch, maybe, and we were walking in the classroom, and. We were doing stuff for a little bit in the classroom, and then, like, this news guy came in, and I, we were like, everybody was like, what the heck is this? And then, and then I was like, oh yeah, he's for he's here to shoot for me. And so he put a mic on me, and then I was in Mr. Lau's class, so he put a mic on Mr. Lau, and we kind of like went through like a, what the class was like, and how I was supposed to be or whatever and it, it was just kind of funny because Lau was caught off guard and we yeah. were all kind of caught off guard but <laughs> it was it was pretty funny but it was fun and then yeah he kind of just uh, recorded me throughout the hallways and stuff until it was time to have the actual interview huh? and then we went into a room and um, it was just pretty much like this asking me uh-huh. about the uh, about the project a little bit a little bit about me and yeah, it was kind of nerve. I was definitely nervous because uh-huh. of the cameras and stuff, but it wasn't live, so it, it wasn't as bad. Yeah. But yeah. Great. It was a fun experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't wait to see how that turns out for mm-hmm. sure. Uh-huh. Well, they came and filmed at the um, soccer game also. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, did they? That. Okay. Yeah. So um, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think that was last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I forgot right. about that. Well, as, as we wrap up here, uh, maybe just talk a little bit in general about your senior year. Um, what, what have you enjoyed so far, and what are you looking forward to maybe for the rest of this year and, and making the most about it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so far, I mean, I guess I like 
I've, I've liked soccer. You know, uh, we're doing pretty good this season, mm-hmm. so I'm enjoying that. Hopefully, go far with that. And then I guess school-wise, I guess just being a senior is is awesome because I get to leave next year. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really what I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I mean, school-wise, it's been been nice. Um, it's not too bad. Kind of laid back. I've been a little laid back, but mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to, you know, competing with DECA. Um, that should be coming up soon. I think in November, maybe. Right. So, yeah, and then I guess prom. Looking forward to prom <laughs> uh-huh. and other events. I guess during during the end of the school year. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think there's that much. Had a great <laughs> senior night last night. Yeah, it was a good good senior night start off rough but. yeah yeah I, I had a chance to see the rough part <laughs> I, I read I read it ended better than it started and <laughs> yes, so but yeah it was great to see um, as you mentioned um, soccer season's going really well it was mm-hmm. nice to see uh, quite a few seniors and just yep. uh, celebrating the hard work that all you guys have put in and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully can keep keep that rolling but it's definitely mm-hmm. been a, a special year for a number of reasons so far so yeah. good luck to you thank you all right. Yeah. Anything else, Kim, that you want to mention as we wrap up here? Well, I just um, I did want to share too. We have um, the Special Education Foundation. Yeah. Um, also provides. Um, we're hoping because, like I said, power mobility is kind of a big focus for us right now. Mm-hmm. We want kids to have the opportunity to move, and um, so they do a lot with um, kiddos. Even that after they graduate, if they need you know augmentative communication devices or other adaptive equipment, um, we have some kiddos here that have benefited from that um, before. Um, but they are also um, doing a fundraiser right now to help us get more power chairs so that we can put kiddos um, you know, all across the county and give them that opportunity. Um, and so their website is sef-stl.org um, if anybody would want to learn more about that. Because um, like I said, we just want everybody to have you know fair opportunities and, um, and be able to choose and do what they want to do. So. All right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um, if you ever have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at aftonschools.net. And with that, uh, Kim, Trey, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to Afton Unplugged, a podcast by the Afton School District that highlights the people and stories that make the district great. In the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. We'll see you out there.